last time on Wish You Were Heroes. The party faced off against one of the worst things that they could have ever discovered. They had to return to the dark forest. Ooh. But not before they level up. Check it out. And joining us today is the uh, voice actor for Boots, Kobe, the, the Kidder Cat. He is Rhea's actual cat who looks identical to how Boots is described, a gray cat with white palsies. I'm, I, I wanted a cat, even though an owl is better. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. I know how to min-max, goddammit. <laughs> we're going to go around the table and kind of talk about what everybody chose to do. Uh, so let's start with you, Tate. What what did you choose? Are we talking about RPing or are we talking no, we're, about we're, just straight this is up mechanics? Some, yeah, mechanics, just table talk. What's the new stuff you got? What class did you go with? What are the new perks you can get? So, uh, yeah, I don't think we've actually mentioned at the table what any of our character classes are. So this some is of a us good have, first. Some of us yeah. yeah, this is the. Yeah, some of us have made assumptions. I've definitely made assumptions about some people. So it'll be nice to see what everybody actually is. But uh, yeah, as as for Calliope uh, Sternheel, she is a paladin now, level two paladin. And uh, in leveling her up, I uh, got to pick a uh, fighting style. And I went with defense, which gives a plus one AC when you are wearing armor. Uh, in addition to that, I also gains the ability to, uh, to uh, cast uh, level one spells. And for uh, those that I've, I've prepared for uh, our upcoming adventure, uh, I've chosen uh, detect magic, because I feel like that <laughs> might be very useful. Especially considering time passes slower inside, I could literally just uh, take my time and detect magic on every fucking thing in there, and probably no time will have passed on the outside. Or uh, at least nothing significant. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I uh, like that idea. I like the forethought in that. Uh, you gotta have forethought when you're working in a uh, system with a class that makes you prepare spells, you know? I, I mean, it'd be really great if that had some other way you could cast it without preparing it uh, so that you could prepare a different spell and could still utilize it for that other ability. Um, that would be really useful. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what you're referencing. but Oh, so there are spells in D&D &D that have the ritual property, yeah, and those do not require them to be prepared. All you have to do is have access to that level of spell, and instead of the normal way of casting it where you spend an action you can cast it as a ritual for 10 minutes and i see this is yep. listed as a ritual yeah however paladins don't get the ability to cast rituals they can't cast rituals at all that's weird i could have sworn on a couple of occasions i did like funeral rites and stuff like that because you get they uh, can't do ritual spell casting it's not that you can't do certain spells you just you can't do ritual spell casting like a cleric can sorcerer wizard they can but not every spell class spell casting class can actually do ritual spell casting huh 
That's news to me because I, I I think ceremony is only castable as a ritual. Oh yeah, unfortunately, paladins can't ritual cast. It's because okay. the others. You can still cast ceremony, but it costs you a spell slot. Yeah. To cast, whereas um, ritual doesn't actually cost you a spell slot. If you're a cleric. Or if you're casting something as a ritual, and you can do ritual <coughs> spell casting. Yes. Okay, so like if I was a cleric who had taken ceremony, then it would not eat up a spell slot if I cast as a ritual. As a ritual, yes. Got it. Okay. okay. You can take the feat ritual caster, um, which gets you some extra spells and lets you cast things as a ritual. Um, so, something of note in case that's something a direction you want to go later. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, as far as uh, what else I took, uh, I uh, prepared a Shield of Faith uh, just, I, it feels right in RPing the kind of character that I'm I'm playing. I haven't really talked about their backstory or their tribe name or stuff like that, but the mechanics of it felt it, like it was sticking in the RP of the character, as did taking the defense uh, fighting style. And then uh, I also took Wrathful Smite, because that looked kind of fun. Yeah, it sounds great. So, all right, Tabby, what you uh, what you do for your level two? Um, I um put another level in the monk. Okay. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> it's great hearing, gonna hear these like speculations about who was right about what each person was playing. Brittany um, was actually like asking me who w what I thought everybody was while we were uh, doing roller skating last week. So. Yeah. Oh boy, you had me figured out. Tabby actually said during the introduction last. Yeah. The, oh, really? She was playing a monk. Yeah. 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 I um, didn't hear then. So does I guess I just had another question. You know, even though I'm playing the the. the well, it's a new class. thing for you. Yeah. So it's definitely this is the time to learn and ask questions ahead of time. If I equip something like a staff, does that mm -hmm. automatically count as like an armament or of some sort? Do I lose it's abilities? A no. no, it doesn't count as armor. So you don't lose it based off of wielding weapons. It's uh -huh. if you're wearing armor, right? Then you lose your um, monk's armor buff. Right. I forget what they call it, but it's the one that, unarmored defense or whatever. Yeah. Um, that specifically is dependent on if you put armor on. That's why I gave you clothes that give you a plus one to AC, for example. Okay. Okay. Classes. Yeah, so I just took another level into that. I got some more help. Um, I didn't get to choose a subclass at? yet or anything. Okay. So you uh you got more key points and stuff, right? Yeah. You uh, got key points. I, I got key points. I didn't have key points before. Level two features, baby. So I picked up uh, a couple of cool things outside of unarmored defense and unarmored movement. I got step of the wind. Which I can spend one key point to take the disengage or dash action as a bonus action on my turn. And yeah. Patient defense, I use one key to take the dodge action as a bonus action this turn. Uh, yeah, and just Fury of Blows, I think, is the coolest one there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hold on just a second. Rampart. Hi! So I have to ask first, Tate. What did you think my class is? 
It was between Warlock or Bard were the guesses. Yeah. Well, uh, and I think I leaned uh, heavier on probably Warlock. So I, I am known for playing Warlocks. I love them, and I also love playing Bards. But I'm taking my second level in Wizard. All right. What's that look, Philip? You can't see it, but Philip is giving me this look, this knowing look. Anyway, so I took my second level in Wizard, which gets me, you know, I added two spells to my roster. I learned Lenric Siphoning Touch in the last session, or last, a couple sessions back. And I added that to my spell book. But for leveling up, I added Detect Magic and Floating Disc. Two ritual spells that I can cast later. Nice. It's floating Disc with that one cat cast back in the yeah. library. Cool. It was cool a varied version of it, but yes. Floating Disc is super helpful because it it can carry a bunch of stuff and it just follows the person. It, it's a good pack meal for someone who can't lift, but in my case, I can lift. So, um... What I get at level two is I get blade song. I I took blade singing as my uh, arcane tradition, so now I can wear light armor, uh, get proficiency in a weapon because wizards don't get any proficiencies in weapons except for like a staff and a dagger. And I took rapier, which is now the fifth weapon that I'm proficient with because I'm a variant human who took many different weapon proficiencies as a feat. Awesome. Wizards okay. still get slings, don't they? Eh, probably. Slings are simple weapon. They get yeah. access to simple weapons. Yeah. But yeah, the cool thing about blade singing for me is that I can add as a bonus action my intelligence modifier to my AC. Oh, very nice. Well, And it lasts it for a like minute. It works like raging, basically. Yeah last for a minute during that minute they can add intellect as part of his ac and also it helps with constitution saving throws and a whole bunch of other crazy stuff do you still retain your dex bonus to ac yeah in tandem with that that's very nice yeah so i get ac bonus equal to my intelligence mod minimum of plus one 10 feet increased walking speed advantage on dex acrobatic checks intelligent modifier minimum of plus one to any con check or con saving throw i make to maintain concentration on a spell and I can do it equal to my proficiency bonus. And it recharges every long rest, of course. The only caveat is I can't hit with a two-handed weapon, so no crossbows. Technically, no longbows as well. Um, no heavy weapon. No. Nope. Versatile weapon. Well, no. You can use a versatile weapon. I can use a versatile. Hand. I can also hit twice and with one hand or with one and the other. I just can't do a solid two-hand attack. If I do a solid two-hand attack, it ends, and if I wear medium or heavy armor or use a shield, it ends. So it, it it's weird. It's like I'm a weird, weird bard monk thing. And I love it. Uh, it was called a Magus back in 3.5 and Pathfinder. Uh, it's um, called Githing, is the archetype. It's where you're a, a blade and spell caster. Okay. That's pretty cool. 
as I was saying, back in 3.5 and Pathfinder, it was the Magus was specifically the uh, class that you could play. And then they also had a prestige class in Pathfinder that let you combine martial and magic classes. And it feels very much like that same style of play. Okay. Philip, what'd you take? Uh, I think I'll ask the same question uh, to Matthew as well. What did you think of us? Uh, Ranger, but I, I've also had my suspicions that, that you might actually be a, uh, strangely a warlock, but I'm thinking Ranger. <laughs> um, actually, neither. I, I took my second level in Barbarian. Okay. Um, really didn't get anything significant uh, taking a second level of Barbarian other than I picked up um, Danger Sense and Reckless Attack. So, for those out there that are not familiar, Danger Sense will allow me to basically make a dex saving throw against um, dexterity based uh, effects that I can see such as traps and spells. And then Reckless Attack I can gain advantage on my melee attack rolls at the behest of getting disadvantage, um, excuse me, not disadvantage, allowing advantage attacks against me um, by my foes. So, mm, Cool. Easier to hit them, easier for them to hit you. Got yes. it. I like it. It's a nice trade-off. Yeah, it is. Uh, I roll for my health, though, instead of taking the average and got a 10, so bumped up. Probably got the most health for the cl- group right now. Yeah. Hell yeah. Got uh, got four people that run up and hit things now. So, uh, why does this sound familiar? I'm very squishy, though, compared to the others, I'm sure. I mean, it's kind of a, a, a fun change of pace from that, that uh, side game we were running where everybody decided to be a fucking wizard. Yeah. And it was not optimized. Uh, the 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 one shot we did was definitely not optimized for that. No, not at all. What are you talking about? I'm a wizard now. Sort of. I'm still an upfront wizard. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jay, what'd you take? Uh, well, I took. Well, the only thing I could do is uh, another spell slot. So, well, another spell, and I took less. What uh, what class did you go into? You went cleric oh, again? Went, yes, I went another cleric. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Out here with the heels. Okay. And you just got extra spells, so you took bless, yep. and then... Rolled, and I got eight for eight on my HP. Sweet. Yep. All right. Barb, what'd you, uh, what'd you take? I think I know what your class is. What is it? Sorcerer. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> it was not. It was I not did animal. say it like two episodes ago. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pay attention. Okay. But you're a sorcerer. Uh, so when specifically, it was when Barb was trying to find what her spell attack modifier was. And I was like, and it was like, everybody was like, oh, it's here. It's here. I was like, it's under your sorcerer's tab, Barb. Yeah. I check in and out. It's okay. It's not important. But yes. I am a level two sorcerer. Um, 
And yes, you mentioned that I had, uh, because I read a book in that library, I originally had Gust as one of my uh, spells, or cantrips actually, and then that got replaced by Eldritch Blast, and then my memories of my own father got fuzzy. I was about to say, yeah, it's like instead of having special eyes, like you had to read the book with special eyes, it instead gave you a special groove in your cerebral cortex to cast Eldritch Blast. Oh no, we got smooth-brained. My my, uh, my justification for not thinking you were a warlock was the fact you had to be fucking taught Eldritch Blast. I was like, I was, I tend to suspect everybody's a fucking warlock, apparently, but I knew it wasn't <laughs> the case for you I mean, off of that. I was taught, unwillingly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, mm, Eldritch Book Daddy done taught you a thing. Um, there is which, a pact of the tome. Since I've leveled up. It went back to Gust. You had that, uh... <laughs> Wait, what did? Yeah, the, the cantrip. It went back to Gust. It took the Eldritch Blast away. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. No. No. You, you don't back. lose Eldritch Blast. It's going back. You, okay. uh, you got that. I'm not I... telling you that I did. I'm telling you that the program... We'll deal with that after we'll the show. We'll deal with that after, but... Yeah. You didn't... It, it losing it in your... Your program doesn't mean that it I went know, away from you like as a you player. It sounds like you didn't save it. Mm-hmm. Which happened. Okay, time. I can well, fix that. But anyway, uh, yes, I have first level <clears throat> spells. Uh, my cantrips are lightning lure, mending, and prestidigitation. Okay. Uh, my spells, as far as I go, is first level feather fall, first level shield, and now the new addition, first level sleep. Hell yeah. Oh I lo- yeah. I love how you utilized lightning lure to uh, literally be a lure for a fish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Oh my god, I never wait. Wait, was was your character smoking a, a... I just realized when you so, were sucking on a straw like two sessions ago. So... <laughs> you know Are you a hippie? Are so, you a himbo? Did, no. Himbo. No, what made you think that? Bro. Bra, so, are you a himbo? Um, yes. I'm I'm sorry you had so, to... So, tridents or mermen, uh, they're not naturally supposed to be out of water for long periods of time. And they start getting a little woozy after a while. Well, my character really likes that feeling. And so it kind of speeds up the process with the straw. Kind of concentrating it. Super kid-friendly, I love it. I'm sorry you had such a traumatic... Oh, man, like, I also uh, took Hacky Sack as a cantrip. <laughs> hey, that's just Prestidigia. Can I go... I would like to go into a little bit about uh, my character's... Uh, he's got 18 in charisma. Nice. Yeah. So Listen, you got that, that riz. <laughs> got that riz. Got that riz, baby. Oh, my God. Everybody. All right. So, yeah, that is, that is our party. Oh, the great mystery of who's playing what has finally been revealed. Now it's time to change all that in the next session. Woo! Roll a new character sheet. I'm going to re-roll everything. Watch it. I'm going to be a warlock now. Well, I'm going to make everybody play what Tate thought you were playing. That's Boots is my patron. <laughs> Fuck. No, wait. That means you that I'm opened a... the wrong book and everything about you is different now. No, that means I'm, <laughs> un- I'm unoptimized. I'm now a bard one, warlock one. No! 
<laughs> okay. No, that is uh, that is it for today. And we are going to be back with the game shortly. But uh, we just wanted to take a second and say thank you guys for hanging out with us this week. Uh, we've had a great time. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Been a wild adventure. I uh, just wanted to take a second and thank everyone that helped make this possible. Um, a couple of companies gave us some funding. Uh, first of all, I wanted to say thank you to Valdez Audio Video. Uh, they uh, they did a lot to help make this possible for us. Uh, helped us with a lot of the sound equipment and the setup. And never would have been possible without them. Uh, of course, mine and Reyes company, Blackheart Customs, we did a good bit with setting up for the actual recording room and stuff. Um, but yeah, thank you to all of the players for joining me. I really appreciate it. I love every one of you. Um, and thank you to Matthew Tate. He's been uh, running a lot of our social media this week. We couldn't have done what we did without him doing some of the post and promotion and stuff. Uh, it wouldn't be possible without you guys knowing about it somehow, and he made that happen. Um, and just uh, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. All right, I'm going to stop talking to you right now, and we'll get back to the game. Thank you all. Welcome back after a long week of not playing Dungeons and Dragons, where we get to actually kill shit and do shit. What's up, guys? Hey. Hey. Hi. My throat. <coughs> We're off to a great start. No library. So, like, during all yes, that... Yes, library. No. During, during all that, my, my microphone <laughs> popped off my shirt and hit the ground. So... Did it hit the ground running? No, it, it, it hit the, the ground about as gracefully as I would, so not very. Something, something, the chicken, it, it's a bare naked lady song. Anyway. Anyway, now that our train has sufficiently been derailed, as is our custom every time that we start one of these games, who's excited? Me. Me. Yeah. You get to once again... Go into the dark forest. Yay! Ooh. I'm Toad's excite bike. Oh yeah! I'm so excited like camping for camping as well. Camping is pretty good. Is it? Uh, and you're gonna make sure to. It's the library that sucks. Are you, are you afraid of books? Can you not read, you or are you just afraid of the temporal distortion? Hold on. Do big words scare you? <laughs> No, this is an audio podcast. Yeah, they can't see you leering at me, <laughs> unblinking across they the table. Stare. Do like the anime. Stare. They can hear the daggers in his eyes. No, no, no. <laughs> we just need to have like uh, a translation. We need, we need subtitles for that. As you head into the dark forest, you, your party of six, your backpack cat, Robert, and. Don't forget the mule that carries Calliope Sternhill. You begin the long, arduous trek once again through a path that you're most familiar with now. Uh, considering the circumstances of Debbie will be coming along too. 
in mm. my little posse. Oh, absolutely. The whole posse. So we have like a <laughs> whole posse. group of like, mm, I think we've got 10 adventures and three mounts at this point as well. Well, considering how long we could end up being in there without realizing it, might be better. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely wouldn't hurt. So you make your way, and uh, it's a fairly uneventful journey. Smooth sailing. Huh? Oh, you're wanting us to talk. I Smooth understand. sailing. It's very, very easy going until you get to the clearing. And uh, the house, which had been dilapidated before, has been is pretty much nothing but ruin now, other than the stones that held it up as a foundation. I turn to Robert and say, so that's where we were visiting the first time. And then now it's over... And I point at the uh, <coughs> archway. archway. Hold on. Does it look like it's aged beyond recognition? The archway? Yeah. No, not at all. It's got moss all grown over it and stuff, but you can tell that the archway has a magic has a spell on it which helps to resist the deterioration of time. It's an arch deluxe, folks. Does it appear that the impact of time is affecting the area around the archway? No. Well, I mean, we've only really been gone a day, maybe two, and the house is even worse than it was when we got there. There's moss on the archway when it wasn't. You've been, the, the archway, and then also the house which previously housed the library uh-huh. are the two things that have shown sign of age beyond that of the day that has passed. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. So it isn't just the surrounding area to it as well. It's just those two things. Correct. Okay. okay. So it's kind of like the house is catching up with itself then. Correct. All the time that it's stored inside of itself has now been removed and that is all collapsing in on itself. That's that's morbid. Well, it's a good thing it's a house and doesn't have feelings. Input house mimic. What? 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 Alright, how did you get a hold of my notes? Barn Mimic, go! Dang it! Field Mimic, got it. Adventure Mimic. Double got it. What What do you think Robert is? An Adventure Mimic? That was the joke. A boring individual. Might as well double down and say Ocean Mimic. Ocean's Haunted. Ocean's Haunted? Oh. Uh, you point all this out, and Robert's like, I see. Well, I guess there's nothing left but to make our way back to the library. Man, I hate the library. You and me both. How okay. long does it take to get to the library from here again? It was a few hours. from Oh, from where you are right now? Oh, from, no, from the start to the end. Yeah, it was a few hours, uh, probably five to six hours. I would have, like, harassed my party members, not harassed. I would have asked if anyone wanted to play, like, dragon chess with me. While we're moving? I have a board. While we're moving? Yeah. Through the woods? We have a cart. We do? Do we have a cart? No. Oh, then I'm just stupid. Ignore me. (laughs) Even if we did... 
rolling over uneven ground in the woods. It has really extra conducive to. Have you played yeah. chess in real life? <laughs> yeah. It sounds okay. like someone that wants to take advantage of the situation. <clears throat> Multi-dimensional chess. All right, I'm gonna go knock on the uh, the archway. Absolutely. Four times. Oh, we're supposed to knock. Yes, that's how you open the archway. I will accompany. Okay. Uh, you knock on the archway. It shimmers, and you can roll me a wisdom saving throw, both of you, to not be startled. Not be startled by it doing the thing that it normally does? I'll tell you what it is after you roll your chat. What'd you get? I don't want to. Tell me. Six. (laughs) Dirty 20. Calliope, you get... A very terrifying experience as when you knock, the shimmer goes up and immediately a brown robe just kind of uh, stomps its way out and almost runs you over. And you realize that that brown robe, as you kind of look up as it's passed, is attached to an extremely old Robert. He storms out and says, I swear, I'm done. And he takes out like a ring of keys and he shoves them into young Robert's hand. It's your problem now. Figure it out. And he snaps. And as soon as he snaps, uh, both old and young Robert disappear. I don't well, like that. That is highly inconvenient. I think we found. wizard. Fuck! We found where the timelines merge. Now we just need to find the infinity stones. <laughs> what do y'all do? Fuck. Um, well, I'll that... try. I'm gonna try knocking on the arch again. And see what happens. This it's time. already shimmered and like it's still open. It's still an open portal. Yeah. Um. Then I guess I'm gonna proceed in. Did the keys disappear too? Yes. Yeah, but the keys were new. They were only <clears throat> in old Robert's hand. Well, that's a mystery. That and. Why old Robert sounded like Richard Nixon. Well, into the portal, I guess. All right, so you all enter into the library. Whoa. Uh, Back to the place I... I like that old Robert had actual, like, spunk in his voice, unlike our current Robert. I'm beginning to really hate this place. Yeah. Agreed, Nemo. Agreed. Yeah, you you go in, and the... uh, the light is actually very dim in the library. I'm going to call out. What do you call out? I'm just going to say hello. You're not going to give a good old squawk? Well, I'll give it a good old call. I'll do one better than a call. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Do do the thing. Don't just tell us. Do it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You don't need to yell. We're going to run that one back again, and you're going to do it at a volume that's acceptable so that I don't want to throw things at your face, Hulk. (laughs) Caw. Okay. That scared me. All right. Oh. I have an advantage on saving throws against being frightened. I should have remembered that. Yeah, you should have. You should have remembered that, but you didn't. Play D&D better. That's all I can do. Get good. I was playing D&D before you were born. That's not factual, but... 
Wait, aren't you like the same age as my wife? Our dean no. did not let you know that there was a fear check here. This is true. I did. Yeah. You said a wisdom th saving throw. You did say to, wisdom uh, saving throw. To not to be startled. Not by... be startled. Oh. Excuse me. She did say that. Sorry. I wonder yep. what I would have gotten. It wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> <laughs> Some things just solve themselves. All right. So you've made your way into the library. There's been a call that goes out, and you see what can only be described as a middle-aged man come out, and he goes, Ah. Hello, Ryla. It's been a while. Hello? It's not Robert. Nah, it's the kid. Was the kid. Do they look like... Oh, yeah. Okay. It's Lenerick. Oh, good. It's Lenerick. Oh, man. Lenerick? Yes. You look very different. Thank you. I have to be more presentable as I run the school now. I, I'm not sure if that's the type of different they were referring to. You were referring to older? You said it, not me. Yes, I'm aware. We finally have managed to expel the... That we came here to save? Just the other day? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. How long have you been the head of the school now, though? As of about 30 minutes ago? 30 minutes your time? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to assume that that happened right when the old leader of the school and then Robert disappeared. So both Roberts disappeared and then you automatically became the leader? No. No. I threw Robert Sr., for simplicity's sake, out after discovering that he was the one that was causing the children to be kidnapped. What? Yes. I feel like this warrants an explanation further than what we are getting there. Well, in our research, we were split. We were searching for two different things at the same time. The cause of the temporal distortion and what was causing the children to be kidnapped, correct? So yes. y'all are realizing yeah. it as kidnapping now. Yes. We, we believed it was, but not on the school's behalf, that something was taking children from the woods and then they were winding up at the school and joining the school of their own volition. I have made headway in discovering what caused the disappearance of myself and the others. That's right, because uh, remember when we talked about it mere moments ago for us, uh, you didn't remember how it all happened. Yes, I still don't. But what I do know is that magic, especially powerful magic, and things that cause permanent change can't help but to leave a mark. And unfortunately, uh, we discovered this a few years ago, but we had no mark to compare it to. E each one is unique, similar to a signature or a fingerprint. And then yesterday... 
when we were casting another spell to try to offset the time dilation, I noticed the residual magic that Robert left after casting the spell was identical to the mark left on all of us that were brought here. Are you a physical mark that's on you? No, it is a magical mark. If you have the ability to see beyond sight, you would be able to decipher it as well. Ah, wizard eyes. Yes. I'm sorry, let me re-say that. Ah, wizard eyes. Yes. I cast detect magic. Absolutely. Yeah, you actually cast detect magic and the whole room lights up. That's crazy. Kind of saw that coming. Yeah. Uh, you're not blinded, but it is definitely a lot. So, as you're casting Detect Magic, why don't you read to the class how Detect Magic works, Matthew? Uh, it's concentration-based for up to 10 minutes. For the duration, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. If you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic, and you learn its school of magic, if any. The spell can penetrate most barriers, but is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. And since I can, you know, take an action every six seconds or so, I guess I'm going to be comparing what I'm picking up off of... uh, Wenrick to uh, what I pick up off of any other students who might be present if there are any present and also see if I can discern what uh, school of magic I'm picking up off them. Right. So you actually don't have any other students to compare it to at this time. But on Lenrick, you discern a mark on him uh, that kind of floats just... uh, it's almost like you're looking inside of his chest, um, but you see a mark there, and it is uh, indecipherable as far as, like, it's not a language or anything that you can tell, um, but it is of the school of necromancy. Ew. Yes. So, I'm probably not telling you anything you don't already know, but that's that's necromancy. Yes, I am aware. There's a reason why I cast Robert out from all the knowledge that he desires to hold. Sounds like you made the right call. I don't know what happened. When I joined this school, he was a wonderful headmaster. He cared about us. It's only been in the last few years he seems to have gone mad, but he had to have been doing all of this the whole time. I I relay to uh, Lenric also, like, exactly what the few moments were between Robert A and Robert B and 
what happened with the disappearance and ask if he has any insight on what may have happened. Hmm. <clears throat> I hope I'm not right, but it if he had the device that he was using for that caused the time dilation, he could have used that to wind back to the beginning of the dilation. You mean like time travel? Yes. Well, damn. That would explain how Robert came to be at the school in the first place without knowing how he came. His older self could have marked his soul and wiped his mind. I imagine that it's it started however many times ago now where Robert probably made his way to the school too late in life and desperate to get more time he looked to stretch that out you mean he might have done this multiple times at this point almost certainly it's probably created some sort of a loop now that will continue to repeat itself indefinitely how do we like stop it well we're already past it now we're on the other side of the loop you see they're in a loop together where old Robert is at the school and then abducts young Robert drains his his brain and then it starts again and then he meets us which means we just got to figure out what's going on so if I'm if I'm figuring this right he's not somebody we're even going to see again because I, it's impossible because he exists only outside of this period of time forward. No. If he went back to the beginning of the uh, of the dilation period, he would now, since he exists outside of the library, he would have aged however many days has passed from the beginning of this process till now. He would only be a few weeks older than when you just saw him. And he would be somewhere out in the world. Having abandoned the younger Robert to run the school. Oh, you're saying uh, he got young Robert to take a hold of his throne. Which means in the past. Which means there's an older Robert while we had this whole adventure running around doing other stuff with his newfound freedom. Yes. He possesses both the knowledge and the freedom to go about doing the gods know what. Obviously, ensnaring the minds of children and forcing them to deliver themselves to the school, myself included. Do you think that's something he's still going to be doing, or do you think he has no vested interest in the school anymore at this point? I suspect he has no vested interest in keeping inflow of students to the school he will have moved on to whatever the next stage of his plan is which we don't know wait correct if if he's done this multiple times does that not mean that there could be multiple old roberts that are each about a week apart in age running around no because i think he kept putting himself back through the process so in other words he kept abducting the young robert putting him into the school from which 
which at that point the young Robert would have to have aged dramatically through the dilation period, going mad, get desiring this same freedom, and then putting that plan into action. He became a self-fulfilling prophecy is all that he ensured. This is very dizzying, but... Hey guys, I do have good news. What? We technically succeeded our mission. But didn't we, like... Aren't we responsible for bringing him here? Yes. I mean, you have a point, but <laughs> we did uh, find the source of the abductions, and we did put... Well, we didn't put an end to the abductions, but the these specific abductions aren't presumably going to be happening anymore. Hold on. Which is what exactly what we were sent here to do. Hold on a minute. Ivan, are you having a hard time? What's going on? I'm not following. Oh, okay. Well, I'm barely following. It's all right. Hold on. And I pull out my book. And I scribble in it. Or rather, a, a tear page out of my book, and I scribble on it. So I think this is the situation we got. And I start marking out how I think it's going. And it's like, wait, no, that doesn't make any sense. This, I think, is how it... Can somebody else help here? Wherein lies your confusion? All of it. Do we know in, if in the timeline you correct this and it will continue? Or have you disturbed the timeline altogether figuring it out? Mm. I think the best way to solve this is we look at it through the timeline of Robert. Okay. Does that sound like something we can all follow along with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll follow the life of Robert. So Robert was a sad man who worked a desk job in the castle of Arathia. A group of adventurers came along, taking up a job of missing children. He assigns, he inevitably joins them in this adventure and makes his way to the library. At which point, an old man jumps out hands him some keys, tells him it's his problem now, and then teleports them away. His mind is then wiped of how he wound up where, at the library, but he does retain the memory of the old man shoving keys into his hand and telling him that it's his problem now, and he finds himself in possession of an instruction manual as well of how to run this library. One question, but then how did it happen the first time? We're getting there. This is current Robert that we're following. This Robert, knowing that he has to follow these directions and not really sure why, begins to run the school as he sees fit, including taking care of children that bring themselves to the school. He's not sure how they get there, but he as one who lost his memory of how he came to be in this place, relates with them and wants to take care of them. Raises us as his own children, takes very good care of us, and loves us. Uh, 
being exposed to some of the magics here clearly at some point seems to have rotted this Robert's mind. And he goes mad in a way that I don't have a way of describing. I don't have a way to quantify the madness that he's experienced. But now, this mad Robert, this old man crazed with the desire for freedom, is willing to do anything to get it. You reckon part of the madness could have been caused by him discovering that he was responsible for the abductions, if I'm following correctly? Very possibly. They, I can't attest to whether that was something he discovered or not prior to the madness. God, that's disturbing. As to how it happened the first time, I think that he came here of his own volition the first time. I was much older when he made his way here. And in a desperate attempt to gain more time, uh, brought himself here younger, handed himself the keys, and told him, and essentially accomplished the same thing, but was unable to stay as he was about to die. So he didn't send more students. The first Robert is now dead. The second Robert begins to live alone in the library, descending into madness, since he has no students joining him. And then, in that madness, he concocts whatever plan he put into place to dilate time, uh, using the device that was left with him. Which means that the time dilation shouldn't be happening here anymore. I think I follow now. Mm -hmm. Thank you for walking us through that. I'm glad I was able to at least catch you up to my level of understanding, which is somewhat limited still. There has been one thing weighing on my mind since our last visit here. What's that? That one door. That one particular door that said, keep out or do not enter. You in a place filled with knowledge and access to learning and all these other open doors. This one particular door was just restricted. Ah, on the third floor, yes? Yeah. Yes, that's supposedly in the instruction says that it is a creature that has been locked away that was summoned by a lich a long time ago and has been sealed away permanently into that chamber. I'm kind of fucking glad you didn't open that door. Do we know if that creature is still in there with all this stuff happening? No, I haven't checked on it as I just took over. Uh, we can go check now if you would like. That would be interesting, just to cure my curiosity. Absolutely. Do um, you think that's prudent of us to do? Well, I don't intend to open the door. If the door is still sealed, then it's still in there. Understood. Yeah. It takes no effort to ride up to the top and determine whether the door is still sealed, though. I Not... misunderstood what you were proposing we do. I I'm proposing that we check the magical seal upon the door and ensure that it is still the original. Got it. I'm on the same page now. 
Okay. Uh, and you take the another floating disc up to the top. And when you do, you get off of the disc and you immediately spot the door which Nomo has been referring to this whole time. And you can see that it swings open. Ah, oh, fuck! Are y'all done crapping on my idea yet? I'm sorry. I ready my axe. That's not good. Yeah. Silly bird. I'm gonna inch closer to the door. Ivan, you're good at tracking, aren't you? I'm gonna take a crane stance. Yeah, in the woods. I mean, it's the same prospects. He walks over and, like, puts hold his up, hand hold on the shelf. Really? What were you saying? Anything happen as I get closer up to the point that I'm actually in the doorway? You feel a cold, cold breeze coming from the room. So, out of curiosity, what was this creature? I'm genuinely not sure. I've only been in charge for less than an hour now. Hmm. I'm going to toss a sling bullet into the room. Okay, you do so. I'm going to do so a few times to get an idea of the depth of the room. Oh, okay, yeah, it's about... You're able to piece together that it's about 40 feet deep. Okay. I elect to light a torch and then toss it into the room. I like that. You do so and roll me a... You know what? You can just go ahead and roll me a to hit with it's just a d20 plus your dexterity modifier. 25. Nice. Okay. You perfectly throw it all the way to the back, and you see as the torch flies down that this is just a hallway that goes down about 30 feet and then opens up to a room. Uh, And from the torchlight, you can see that it is a barren stone room. Completely empty. Completely empty that you can see. Do we wish to proceed in? I think that's more of a him question. I say, imagine it was just like a holding cell for old Robert to hold older Robert. What? 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 Can you talk me through that one? I talked you through all of my idea. You talk me through your idea. (laughs) Well, in your proposed notion, uh, Leonard. Uh, there was an older Robert who had died, and he was alone in a school. So, what if he wasn't, in fact, alone, and instead was kept around and kept alive through magic, uh, and, and instead of being the monster of from a lich being summoned, it was, in fact, the lich itself, or something akin to an undead creature, that... Um, that resided here with the information of the temporal issues and how to elongate life that was then being used to learn from so that the new Robert or the younger Robert could in fact elongate his life and it's this perpetual cycle of lich beget lich. Can you run the DM through that one again? Because that... (laughs) 
I that got super nonsensical somewhere along the way, and I'm not entirely sure where our disconnect is. I'm happening. not sure I follow, but I think what she's saying is uh, Robert later in life uh, winds up actually having an interest in the library again, returns as a lich, has younger Robert seal him up. Or perhaps... No, no, no. At some point in this chain of Roberts, because we don't know how many chains of Roberts there are, right? Mm -hmm. There was a Robert that has lichdom, and he continues the chain, but he's still in the library as an undying entity. How would he have continued the chain if he also is in the library still? That means that he erased another Robert, and he was just an additional Robert added to the line. What? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. Uh -huh. I. If the DM does not understand so, this so concept, like, I don't think you, it's part you of. You the have campaign. your one old Robert who goes back in time with young Robert, erases the mind, crazy madness. Young Robert takes over. What if old Robert eventually found out how to become a lich? Mm -hmm. Original old Robert that was about to die. That yeah. That started this whole thing. That started that whole thing. Came back. Resided. Okay, so you're saying that he had to somehow get back into the library undetected. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which wizard, lich, it all kind of... This is like Ocean's Eleven, but with liches. Liches Eleven. So, I'm going to be your friend. It's the nonsense, DM. right? I don't think it's complete nonsense. I think it's a cool idea, but it is not what has happened here. Oh. I don't really know how to handle that in-game to give you that guaranteed assurance. So, out of game, I'm just going to let you know that that is not what's happened. Okay. I'll tell you what has happened. I have a headache now. <laughs> Brittany's like... If I wanted to make it even more convoluted, absolutely. This, this just right. feels like a heist movie. Like, we're on third heist inside the heist. Like, we are, now you see me levels of bullshit. So, I would like to throw another torch into the room and then proceed to walk into the room. And, uh, I know that's sort of an abrupt note to leave off on. Uh, we actually had some things come up in the middle of the recording session we had to cut it short on. So we went ahead and gave you this mini episode and the level up all in one day. Uh, tune in tomorrow for more. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye.